When was the last time you felt truly comfortable in a place? Think about it. What made that space a home? Is it safety, knowledge that you wouldn't be under threat there? Was it a sense of control, a sense of ownership of the space? Was it just pure time? The feeling of a wagon wheel rolling in the same rut for 20 years. What I know for sure is that it's the people you live with that make the difference. The community that watches out for you makes it possible to have such a thing as a home. And you ought to do your part too, of course, watch out for your neighbors. After all, even right bastards deserve a home of some sort. Try to figure out what happened in summer because <laughs> it's oh, been a little while. That was a yeah. fine question. So I'm gonna check for notes, and I oof, don't remember if I did. That would have been the smart move for all of us, probably. Um, okay, so I remember I remember this big wailing snake friend in the middle. Yes, and we have all legs. of our other wayward and machines. Shouting. Yes. Uh, oh, I remember the way it closed, which was the kid um, sitting on the throne, uh, seeing uh, Legs Legs McGrew, our good friend, the Lagerton. Yep, in uh, a very frightening state. Uh, in possibly the past, possibly maybe the future. Oh, that's a good point. I don't mm-hmm. know that it's clear. Yeah, like my interpretation had been passed, but nothing actually implied that. Yeah, mine was absolutely passed, but Mm -hmm. that doesn't mean it's so. Uh, There were noises coming from... Everyone was hearing noises. Oh, yeah. Who went missing? Oh, no, that's right. Oh, uh, it was was someone else with a name. uh, With with an S name. All my names that I've given. Shadow Speaker. Took a shadow person. Yes. Um, The meat is rotted. Oh, yeah, the meat is rotted. Yeah, let's start with our resources situation. Yeah. We've got abundances of roseheart trees, roseheart cider, and misfit machines. And scarcities <laughs> of faith and study skills, still. So no big changes there. Listen, it's hard to it's hard to develop disciplines like mm-hmm. that. We're working on faith. We're working on it. Oh yeah, because we have um we have the angry the angry cider keeper or orchard keeper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whose name is uh, Pumice? Pumice? Pumice. Pumice, I believe. It it's it said like the rock, but spelled very different. Let's see. Our luminaries, which are kind of our guiding questions. We have the walkers who ask, why do we run? And the moon, which asks, what should remain constant? And we will get another one of those at the end of autumn. Yes, but those are things to think right. about. People in the community. There's Silverstone, who climbed the moon. And she was also... Was she the person in the scene with the book and 
Yeah. Yes. She was there. She was there as Crane was seeing alternative times. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. And there's Crane who uh, found that crown and had visions of those ruins. Yes. When he sits on the throne, it becomes frosted. Yeah. Mm. Right, right, right. And that extends out to to the rest of the ruins. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There was Tori, who I believe was the kid in the very first scene we had with Mm -hmm. Moon Wrangler. Well, when and, Moon Wrangler took on that name. And the tiger. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's the tigers, who, when there's just one of them, the scene is just the tiger, who are shapeshifters, mm-hmm. and who sent us a warning, if I remember, that things, diplomacy with the tigers was starting to fall apart, if I remember right. Mm-hmm. They don't trust the shadow people, and they don't really like anything to do with the moon, I mm-hmm. think. Or also it was the wayward machines, I think. They oh. also did not super like the uh, the church of the whatever the bird, the big magpie. bird, magpie. Thank you. Uh, out in the grove, I remember that going poorly. Yes, there is Moon Wrangler, of course. Um, there's Heron, who found a book. That's all I have written down for Heron. Is Heron the one who can change their face? Oh, um, go from the upside to the downside face. I think it has to be. Because or no, it's Juniper. Oh, okay. oh, yeah, that's right. Juniper learned how to read the books and learned how to change her face. There's Pumice, who used to be a tender to trees and now has started a cult to Magpie, which we saw has some sort of power. There was Shadow Speaker, who met the shadow people underneath the waterfall, brought a couple back, and then went missing investigating noises with them. Um, there's Bell Tower, who is an older member of the community who built an automatic bell up a tree. And, oh, God, that's right. Oh, yeah, is trying to help fix the wayward machines. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, one of the things he discovered was that the the wayward machines have glittering rock inside of them. Oh, yeah. Some part, some, oh. some part of their machinery. So those are our characters. Oh, like Urshan got into a fight with a tiger. I forgot about that. Yeah, that's why the tigers and the wayward machines don't get along. And then we have a couple projects ongoing. Yeah, what are these? I know the one in town is Moon Wrangler trying to gather the wayward machines together in another attempt to take down the moon. Because Mm. his first couple attempts have failed pretty badly. But there's a beautiful beautiful spiral staircase to the moon, and it's so accessible now. Yeah, I'm sure it will stay that way. Uh-huh. The other project by the throne. What is that? Is that oh, just how to oh, read the books? Is that yes, it? Yes, it's the book okay. it's the book looking project. It's okay. the it's the pull together more books, probably under the auspices of Juniper. Mm-hmm. You she think seems that... like the one who is probably leading leading that. Yeah. Mm. Do you think that, that was your project, Kai? I'll claim it. I don't recall. <laughs> okay. But it seems likely. Okay, so we have a sense of things, I think. So, um, I believe it's Sasha's turn. Cool. I will draw. Uh, the two of Autumn. Someone returns to the community. Who, where were they? Or, you find a, bo- a body. Do people recognize who it is? What happened? Well, we 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 do have a couple of people who left. Um, 
Yeah, I think that they come back. That was Shadow Speaker and mm-hmm. and a couple of, of the shades who went investigating the noises. Um and, and I don't think we named the, the shadow people at all. No, I don't think we did either. Well, in any case, um they they come back and they are drenched in mud and um exhausted. And I I think that like we we welcome them back in and like get them cleaned up and 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 like put put to bed and stuff like that and um I think once things have sort of calmed down um we notice the noises much more and when when you're in the room with them it sounds very like loud it sounds like it's coming from them but they're not talking or making noises they're just sleeping but this this the sound is very very loud here Wait, is this the same sounds that they're investigating, or is this them? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So. Projects advance, but nothing finishes this turn. Hmm. I want to hold a discussion, I think, which is, we are sort of, I I feel like um, our relationship with the tigers is slipping. What should we do about that? We've done nothing to cause the tigers problems. We've simply welcomed those who need help into our community. If they have a problem with that, well, then they had a problem with us from the start. Um, not pumice, but one of one of the other people of the Magpie Church says they're capricious and they don't hold any regard for the Magpie. We don't need them. Hmm. I suppose if it if it comes to it, we will uh, survive the way that we always have. And I guess since it's uh, autumn, we don't we don't draw cards. Uh, we do just from the community deck instead. Oh right, right. right. Well, that's a one for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that gets gets you Prince of Fate. So like, I got fortune, and I got mm-hmm. Blizzard. Okay, so that was our discussion. So it's Kai's turn. Okay. I got the Six of Autumn. Um, Introduce a dark mystery among the members of the community. Or (laughs) conflict flares up among community members and as a result, a project fails. Our two projects are... I would like to stymie Moon Wrangler. (laughs) Please. Really would. But a dark mystery is very tempting. I don't have any good ones off the top of my head, so I'm going to say that Moon Wrangler's project fails, um, in part because he's working with the, um, they're not all leg robots. What are they called? The misfit, the the wayward machines. Yeah. And um, his communication with them, I think, is not flawless. And... It also kind of leads to the the fact that he's, you know, with them so much. People are kind of talking about it, and maybe um, maybe Bell Tower even goes over to him and has a a little bit of an intervention. Like, you need to leave working with the Wayward Machines to the people who get them a little better, um, and like <laughs> and like. Lays her hand on his shoulder and is trying to be gentle about it, but this is this is the thing that 
bell tower does this is you know this is not for for moon wrangler to be working on even if even if he doesn't specifically know moon wrangler's uh, nefarious purpose but in any case project fail and i'm taking contempt (laughs) okay which gives me survivor (laughs) That's so appropriate. (laughs) (laughs) And my next move, I will uh, tick down my clock. Oh, and see what happens. Uh, So this has been primarily led by Juniper. Um, A lot of people have been involved in searching. Paul, you created the the magpie cult. Do you think those people would help search out books? Um, yeah, you know, like, other than um the leader, pretty much everyone was like, just kind of hanging out with pumice. But mm-hmm. I don't think that pumice is like preventing people from going off and doing other things, regardless of his personal opinions. Okay, excellent. So then I think uh, they pull together enough books, and they set aside maybe one of these little houses that we see on the map, or I guess they could just kick Crane out of the ruins. ruins, (laughs) Yeah. And also like they're ruins. They're not going to be the ideal location. So I think Juniper sets up school basically. And this is either addressing or on the way to addressing the scarcity of study skills. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know that more people, can change their faces or change further or do other magical things without separate projects. But I think that's something that's definitely opened up to us now. Oh yeah. Okay. And for my last thing, well, we have no projects on the board and I think it flows like flows nicely. Um, We're going to start a project to, teach everyone who attends school uh, the face changing that Juniper can do. (laughs) Okay. Oh, this is going to end well. (laughs) I'm not mad about it, but I am disconcerted. (laughs) I mean, we're using face changing as a shorthand. It's maybe there are other things, but this is the thing that Juniper knows how to do. Um, Right, right. I guess I could make it a project that she learns more, but I want people to be involved. No, I love this. This is a good, this is good. And also like gives me the heebie-jeebies, which is ideal. Good, good combo. You're doing great. How many weeks is Um, that? uh, The whole town is not attending. Um, It's probably going to be like a certain like a large percent of the kids are going to redirect their apprenticeships kind of thing to the school, Mm -hmm. Um, but not all of them. And maybe like five of the adults. So I think that will probably be, I think five weeks because it's still a fair number of people, even if it's not uh, the whole thing. Okay. Next turn. The queen of autumn. Disease spreads through the community. Choose one. Oh, no. You spend the week quarantining and treating the disease. Project dice are not reduced. Or nobody knows what to do about it. 
as health and fertility is a scarcity. Oh, no. So what disease happens? Uh, I have a question. Um, Did Shadow Speaker ever say what she found when she was gone for like two months? No. Uh, I mean, I the the bit that I narrated was just Shadow Speaker and the the other two uh, shades coming home and going to bed. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I guess that's uh, if if you want them to have found something and to have said so. Otherwise, I would say that like they've been asleep. They've like like roused roused every um, for like a couple of hours at a time, but then gone gone back to sleep. Ah. Uh. So I'm going to be a little liberal in my interpretation of disease. So it's not a physical affliction that gets to anyone. And in fact, it might be a very, like, no one can tell whether it's something that's happening to themselves or it's something that's existing in this space, but everyone is hearing the noises all the time now. Mm. Oh. So people are having trouble sleeping because there's just these constant loud, eerie noises that sound like they're coming from, like, right in the middle of our settlement. But you go out and look, and there's nothing there. Mm-hmm. You go and check on the machines. They're not making any noises that they aren't supposed to. And this is happening to, I think, just about everyone in the community at this point. It's been spreading the last couple of weeks, but this is a point where everyone actually, like, finally starts talking about it. It's like, hey, you're hearing that too, right? And so those noises just now kind of either are living inside of our heads or are somewhere in the community, but either way, people are losing sleep, and I think that that does give us a health and fertility as a scarcity, just because if you're not sleeping for, you know, weeks in a row because it's loud outside, that's going to damage your health. Yeah, it's not good for you. Sleep is sleep is pretty decent. I remember that episode of Next Generation. It was terrifying. <laughs> Nobody could get their proper sleep, and they went bananas. So that disease spreads. Our projects do advance because we're nothing if not resilient. <laughs> cool. I can take care of that. And then for an action, the other problem we have is that the lions, or the tigers, stopped bringing us food at this mm-hmm. point. And we did, we did manage to preserve some food, so we yes. figured that out. But we need a more reliable food source mm-hmm. since, you know, come the. I don't know. I don't know when we harvest our roseheart trees, but that can't be all year round. And if we started with abundances of that in the spring, I think that we're going to run through those pretty fast. Now that usually fruit trees do things in autumn, but fantasy setting, boom. <laughs> <laughs> there are trees that 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 uh, fruit in spring, right? I'm sure. Um, citrus is a winter thing. Ooh, maybe they are a citrus. So if rose hearts are more of a winter-spring fruit, then our abundance of cider is probably starting to run out, and everyone's getting kind of tired of eating fruit salad. Mm-hmm. So we need to figure out a new food source. And where better to start farming than on the moon? <laughs> <laughs> but of course. Um, Let's see, who takes initiative on this? Let's see. Lots of people have going th- things going on. Tori hasn't been on screen at all, but they're going to this. They've decided they're going to figure out what kind of food they can make on the moon. They've already had some ideas from hanging out up on the moon fort. So they are going to spend the next five weeks looking for a sustainable food source. Yeah. Yeah. Tori might get their name. Yeah. yeah. 
which they're kind of on a deadline for it. Moon Eater. (gasps) Damn. No, that's Moon Wrangler's (laughs) final form. (laughs) (laughs) Shut up, Tori gets there first. (laughs) Okay, that's the end of my turn. Ten of autumn. Harvest is here and plentiful, add in abundance. (laughs) Or cold autumn winds drive out our enemies. Remove a threatening force from the map and the area. Oh. Hmm. Um, I think I think I do want to make an abundance. Which is I think that um going back into um the the space, the the caverns underneath the waterfall. There is like I, I think we we described um some of the, some of the like like phosphorescent phosphorescent that's not right bioluminescent that's the one mm-hmm. um uh mushrooms and I think there's a bloom of them they just get real big and they're they're pretty tasty and also they like they they keep some some of their glow uh even when they're cl- they're 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 plucked. Who was brave enough to eat the first mushroom? Um, who indeed? Well, the shadow people probably do. Yeah, but... probably the shadow people do. Um, but who was willing to follow <laughs> in that in those footsteps? I'm I'm actually gonna say Moon Wrangler was. Moon Wrangler's like, Psh, yeah, Shaw. It's fine. Look. I kind of feel like he went, you dare me? And everyone's like, no. He's like, no, we don't. fine, I will. <laughs> I can't believe you guys are making me do this. <laughs> yeah. You're not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And projects advance. All right, I have a turn I can do. Um, I'm gonna discover something new, um, which is mm, not, well, it, it's, it's not a new feature on the map, but it is uh, new. Which is that our 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 wailing snake buddy um has instead of just sort of writhing helplessly um has got it into its head to go down to the um the the glittering rock it's like bell tower is like trying to stop it and like get it to sit still because because they're not done like examining it and trying to fix it and so it's getting like a bunch of like like twigs and mud and stuff into its gears and stuff but it's it's headed there it's determined Hmm. that's my turn Uh, i've drawn the jack of autumn a project finishes early which one and why okay so we do have two we have studying and we have food um i think i would like for food to finish first um, when you finish a project early, you get to say how it goes. Oh, I do? Mm-hmm. Oh, all right. Um, yeah. Let's say um, Tori's project finishes, and they have begun a small garden of water plants. Um, and they got the idea from some of the the water weeds jammed up in the, the whaling serpent. But um, also, you know, they're the town isn't, or the town, <laughs> the settlement isn't that far from the water um, up to the Northwest. So they've planted some of these. And even though the moon isn't marshy, 
it takes hold and they grow flowers, um, which they don't do in the water for some reason, but they do in the moon soil. Hmm. And I think I would like to discover something new as well by, by shifting up the tigers. They haven't been doing anything too actively. They've been, you know, lounging around in the orchards, watching the, the shadow people who aren't coming out from behind the waterfall in great numbers, but after the, the expedition returned from the sound hunt, they, uh, they've started, you know, hanging around town and a few have like begun peeking out, especially with the mushrooms, like people are like, we don't know how to cook these. And the shadow people are like, here, let me show you. Um, so the, the tigers, two of them actually, um, stalk into the center of town where the oh. noises are coming from. And they sit in the center of the few buildings. Can't really call it a town square. And um, they sit very still, kind of like a like a house cat or like those um, lion dogs that you'll see uh, the statues of outside of Chinese temples. Hmm. And uh, they sit there still and every on a set cycle, maybe every two hours, they, they do a perimeter and they just growl. And as they growl, all the other sounds are drowned out. It's not that the growling is loud in the way that the noises are. It's just that it's canceled. Hmm. So there is some respite, but it's very weird that the tigers are stalking around town. And I don't know how people feel about it. Yeah, that's not a super comforting noise to get like comforted by. No, but I mean, that that's the thing. It's, you know, if you're in the house up by the meat, you can't hear the tigers growling. You can just hear there's no more spooky sounds. <laughs> but, you know, if you're in that center house where it looks like the wiggle lines are emanating from, you definitely can hear the tigers growling as they pass by the building. Um, and also, you know, they, they're not doing this nonstop. Mm -hmm. But there's always two of them. Maybe the same, maybe different ones. It's hard to tell. And I think I said, what, every two hours they, they do like a, a patrol shift and growl and the sound is quiet, but not for long. And that's my discovery. Good stuff. We have the five of autumn. The parish arrives. Who are they? Why have they chosen your community and for what? Or, a small gang of marauders is making its way through local terrain. How many are there? What weapons did they carry? So I think the parish arrives. Because, mm. much like in the timeless classic Field of Dreams, if you build it, they will come. <laughs> okay. And we have built a temple to Magpie. Many times oh. over, stacking feathers high, watching them all fall after an ill-fated breeze or a wayward machine tumbles through. But Pumice has been patient, and Pumice's followers have also been patient in rebuilding and reshaping. This temple of feathers and shinies 
And, uh, you know, every once in a while, some small supposed miracle happens, and Thomas is so excited, and everyone else is like, yeah, one of the feathers caught fire, that's kind of cool. But everyone reacts when the parish arrives. So, what's a magpie's sidekick, bird? Like, if a magpie was the protagonist, what kind of bird would its sidekick be? Let me look up what a magpie looks like real quick, because I'm thinking a cardinal or, like, one of those very loud birds, but I don't know if a magpie's loud. Yeah, magpies are really loud. Oh. They are loud and kind of... They're kind of like smaller, less dignified ravens, I think of them as. <laughs> That's wonderful. Starlets? What are the little... Oh, starlings are... Starlings, um, yeah. Are like small the and numerous. Little black and kind of iridescent um, mm-hmm. birds. I don't know much about the personality of the cardinal, but I do like their bright red contrast to the magpie. Ooh, that's, that's really true. good for the parish. Like and I think they're big, right? Um, Yeah, cardinals are decent. I mean, big. Bi- bigger than a magpie, I think. I think so. I don't know my relative bird oh, sizes. Oh, shoot. A magpie can have a wingspan of two feet? Yeah. Goodness. That just feels so big. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, looks like... Yeah, that makes sense. Cardinal wingspan. Well, I'm going with a cardinal because the parish is already, you know, kind of a Christian reminiscent word. So the cardinal just kind <laughs> that's of true. hits pretty hard on that's, that. That's true. So, yes, the parish arrives. It is a large red bird. Um, probably stands about, I don't know, two and a half feet tall. It's like about up to your waist. And it has a broad wingspan. And it circles above us before landing in the temple, which all of a sudden seems much more solid than before. Yes, thank you for the fact check. The cardinals are smaller than magpies. <laughs> this is a big bird, though. Not okay. a muppet, though. I was just gonna... <laughs> <sighs> and... Oh, yellow. Friendly. <laughs> this bird speaks to us, and it speaks a sermon of the wonder and the joy of the magpie. And... It does not have a broad vocabulary in our language, but even though it has limited words, its points are impressive. It's like saying, telling us of the miracles and the joys that will come with the magpie's grace. And we have shown the magpie more honor than most of us uh, non-winged folk have ever shown. And respecting this has will bring us great wealth. We just need to maintain our temple. And Pumice is very pleased. Everyone else is not quite so sure how to feel about it. Um, How many people in this community knew that there are birds that talk? Well, we have tigers that talk. Yeah, I guess um, it's not that weird. So it's not un- not super unusual. It is real big, though. That's that's new. That's a pretty big bird. Mm-hmm. And it's it's not a, a like a... Well, I guess neither are... Well, I don't know what ostriches eat. Hmm. <laughs> okay, to be fair, this is smaller than an ostrich. Yeah, but like I usually bigger bigger birds are like like predator birds, like like birds of prey. Mhm. And and I don't think a cardinal cardinal might be a corvid, but I don't think it's a bird of prey. It's definitely not a bird of prey, and I don't even think it's a corvid. Oh, I'm thinking of a, a, a blue jay, I think. Or blue bird, one of those. <laughs> I've seen a bird, a bird before. Shut up. <laughs> So, 
Yeah, the important thing is the parish is here, and it's living in a temple of feathers, and is basically holding court. Oh, it, and, it, oh, it hasn't left. No, it's staying here because it has found one of the truest believers in many, many years. Hmm. Well, all right then. So next up, projects advance, and I think we need to read the fates on Magpie, how this Ooh. whole thing is going to go. So if you have a card you'd like to add, please do. Okay. And I don't think I'm going to add one. So we'll take four more from the community deck. Let's see what the fates have to say. The magpie's center is luck crossed by a raised glass. So luck is a called shot, a shifted spotlight, a lucky win. A raised glass is a new bond forged in the remembrance of those who have been lost. Or a canteen passed along the trench, shared with an old friend. So I think the magpie is generally, definitely some sort of god of luck. That when the magpie smiles upon you, things do go well for you. Or at least that's the common, that's the common thought. See, the magpie's boon is flood, constant rainfall, hair trigger landslides, a valley submerged. And its bane is fool, close-minded and stubborn, Faith born of spite. Hmm. I think I'm not quite sure how to interpret the boon being flood, because we already had flood as what the shadow people were fleeing. Did it have any other implications in past seasons? Nothing that's springing to mind. What's the other side of flood say? Brimming reservoirs, high tide, and outpour of riches. Yeah, I think that that fits a little bit better in that. And luck. Yes. Yeah. The magpie likes shiny things, so you give shiny things to the magpie. But if you give enough of them, you might get many, many, many back. Yeah, water is shiny. Uh-huh. Water is shiny, but flood you with luck or with money or with power. Or with um, just shiny garbage. <laughs> the magpie's bane, on the other hand, is fool. I think that magpie is known for, you know trying to pull schemes and trying to convince people of things that will end poorly for them, either for its own amusement or for some grander idea, but oftentimes these schemes fall apart halfway through. The magpie's desire is apprentice, bright-eyed, strong-willed, attentive, ambitious. And its method towards that desire is prince of fate, deposed and exiled, titles revoked, respect rescinded. Or, last of a legacy, blessed by birthright, cursed by prophecy. There is someone in our community who the magpie sees as the future. And I don't think I know who that is right now. Hmm. I don't know if the magpie knows who it is. I don't know if the parish knows what it is. But they know that somewhere near this weird floating moon... And helping these shadow people and among these wayward machines and protected by these tigers is who the magpie believes is the future. The prince of fate. Mm. That's how I interpret that. Neat. Well, that uh -huh. was the end of my turn. Mm -hmm. All right. Um... Um, I do think that the community learns this from a speech by the parish. The mm. parish like says, like, 
one of you is the chosen prince of fate. One of you is going to hold the entirety of the world unknown on your shoulders. Goodness. <laughs> That's a lot. Yes, it is a lot. I think there are at oh, least man, three people so many... in the crowd who thinks that it's them. Oh, yeah. And it's back to you, Sasha. Cool. Ace of Autumn. The community becomes obsessed with a single project. Which one? Why? Choose <laughs> one. Uh, they decide it will take time to ensure that it is perfect. Add three weeks to the project die. They drop everything else to work on it. All other projects fail. There are none underway. The community becomes obsessed with a grandiose vision. Hold a discussion about this vision in addition to your regular action for the week. There is only one project. Um, so it doesn't make sense for all other projects to fail. Though you certainly um, could do that. But that doesn't make any sense sense like it's a valid move but it feels yeah it feels uh like what's the uh it feels non it feels unsporting yeah yeah Yeah. so i'm gonna i'm gonna add three weeks to this um oh (laughs) gosh this was the education everybody like everyone wants to move their face around like everyone's super (laughs) into the lessons and wants to learn like I, I think a bunch of a bunch of the shades show up. I think like most of the town shows up. Mm-hmm. They're into it. Um, so this goes up to four again. Turnabout's fair play. Yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I cancel your project. You make mine perfect. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I think I will start a project. Which is, I, w- I want to make something with the flowers. I don't, I don't know if it's gonna be like um, a tea or like a, a, a seasoning or a food or like a perfume. Um, I'm not sure yet. Um, I, I wanna, I wanna see what that is. Um, so I think that uh, that's that's what Tori's gonna gonna like sort of throw themselves into um for two weeks just experimenting yeah Yeah. that feels that feels right because they already did like sunk so much time into the flowers yeah um and that's that's me yeah that's me i have drawn the seven of autumn Good lord. A project just isn't working out as expected. Radically changed. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Radically changed the nature of this project. Don't modify the project die. When it resolves, you'll be responsible for telling the community how it went. (laughs) Or (laughs) or Something goes foul and supplies are ruined at a new scarcity. Mm, I think for a few reasons I want to do that one. Um, okay. A new scarcity. So we're already at a scarcity of uh, health, which we have done nothing to address. No, the tigers are helping out, but that's a They are helping out. out. Yeah. Is study skills in equilibrium in equilibrium or is it still a scarcity? Um I think once that project finishes, it will no longer be a uh, scarcity. That's right, that's right. Okay. Um a new scarcity. 
I will say we start to have a scarcity of cider. And it's not because we've finished drinking up our supplies. It's that the trees aren't producing as many rose hearts Hmm. uh, for us to press. So I will add that to the board. And then for my second thing, we'll reduce our project die. And for my third thing, I think I'd like to hold a discussion. What do we need to what do we need to discuss? We need to discuss. Okay. I'm not even sure who this is. Um, or even if it's necessarily a, you know, call people together and discuss. And discuss. But uh, the question definitely, or the issue is definitely going around town of people are starting to say, We've been here too long. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Was that your opening statement? Yep, that is my statement, my declaration. I'm not leaving until I show that moon who's boss. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I would like a <laughs> If you want to take contempt, you can roll and take a card from the community deck. Yep, that's what I'm going to do. That's why I have so many cards. Because it took a bunch of contempt, I bet. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think I've just been behind in some way. And also, we sometimes forget to spend cards on scenes between seasons, Mm. and that's where they build up. Right. Gotcha. I agree, but I don't think that we have the uh, supplies to um, go anywhere right now. Or rather, we don't really have a, a destination like we usually do. We should probably figure that out first. Interesting. That's me done. Yeah, each of us gets a card from the community deck. I got Scholar. Heatwave is what I got. And luck for me. Some good cards. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I believe it's my turn. The Four of Autumn. The strongest among you dies. What caused the death? Or, the weakest among you dies. Who's to blame for the death? Oh, no. Oh. You know I gotta do it. (laughs) I'm not quite sure. So, let me see if I have a card to play with this, because this is... A scene. This is a moment that inspires a little bit of narration. I don't have a fitting card for it. Um, but can someone can you tell us who it is and someone else play on your behalf or well, let or me just you... tell you what happens. Okay. And if you have a card and want to chip in it all, please do. But okay. Moon Wrangler has had a frustrating few months cuz he promised that he would climb to the moon and then someone else did it first, so he promised a tiger that he would take down the moon. But everyone else kind of likes the moon. But the thing is, when Moon Wrangler sets his mind on something, he doesn't give up on it. His attempts to rally the machines to take down the moon didn't work. His attempts to just kind of yank at it didn't work. But ever since he started going to this school, he's been reading these books, and these books have been giving him new ideas. And 
he starts to find himself with some of the power to move things around a little bit just by staring at them. Mild telekinesis. And, you know, this is over the course of several weeks that he practices this and gets a little bit stronger, preparing for what he knows is going to be something that is going to make his name known for generations to come. But he's only ever able to move, like, a cup. He's He doesn't have the strength. And that would be where it ended, well, until he comes up with another scheme, if the parish wasn't in town. But Moon Wrangler likes to get to know everyone who's around, you know? He was working with the Wayward Machines. He, I think he's chatted with the Tigers once or twice. So, of course, he gets to chatting with the Parish. And the Parish sees potential in him. Sees that he has the possibility... Uh, I'm going to play Apostle with this. I do have a card that fits after all. I just didn't realize it at the time. That he could be this chosen Prince of Fate that they're searching for. And the Cardinal decides to test this and says, or sorry, not the Cardinal, the Parish. Well, it can go by either. Bring me a piece of the glittering stone and I can offer you the power you need. And that would be a challenge if the glittering stone hadn't already broken open six months ago, but it had. So Moon Wrangler goes and grabs a chip of that and brings it to the Parish who offers it up. And Moon Wrangler feels strong. He was already one of the strongest members of the community, but now he feels a uh, mental strength, a uh, supernatural strength. And so that night, when everyone else is home, he walks out and begins to pull the moon down. Not by pulling on any ropes or pulling on the moon itself, just by looking at it and concentrating. And it slowly starts to drift towards the ground. And it starts to drift faster and faster. And that's when he realizes he is standing right beneath it. He's been concentrating to bring it down. And it's moving very fast towards him. And he could step aside. You know, most reasonable people would just step aside, let the moon fall, celebrate the victory. But Moon Wrangler realizes that that could really, really damage the community if it crashes into the ground at this speed. So he tries to slow it down. He stares at it, and it does slow down. Just not quite enough to not fall on him. Hmm. The moon hits the ground with a crash and a shudder. The ground quakes, but does not crack open. A few plates are rattled. People wake up in their beds, but no one is injured. Other than Moon Wrangler, who we cannot recover the body of, but... Everyone's pretty sure they understand what happened. Ah, oh, my poor large idiot son. Yes. <laughs> I was in the midst of typing contempt, and then you made him slightly less bad. <laughs> and yeah. now I don't know. I'm taking I think I'm still going to take contempt, yeah. I'm... The card did tell me that he dies. Because yeah, who else would be the strongest true. person in this community? That's true. <laughs> <laughs> okay wowza yep so that was that card um <laughs> <laughs> yeah the project that was situated on the moon finishes how does that go <laughs> <laughs> um 
I think, uh, well, the thing is, is that Tori is real distraught. Um, that was, I mean, Moon Wrangler was kind of a dweeb, but, you know, it was, he was their dweeb, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, they were his student, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that the collision has knocked a, a bunch of the, um, like, well, it's 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 unsettled a bunch of the the water. Um, so it's that's been spl- splashed all over the place, and so the, wa- the 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 plants themselves, um, are all all messed up as a result. Um, I think that they did like they were working with it sort of independently, and so they have some 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 stuff that was crushed and like and like uh, made into to this really um, lovely smelling soap, but like. They're gonna have to start ag- again, or like work really hard to save these plants so that they can make more of it. I think it, it's it's a it's a it's a really nice like herbal tea, and it's it's a it's a uh, a sweet smelling soap. That's those are the the two things that uh that they managed to make with the flowers that they had. Um, but they're gonna have to start again from from the beginning. Do they gain a name? Uh, I can think of a good reason it could. Yeah, sure. Um, so you said it's a tea and you said it's a soap and they have a good smell and those things can help to sleep. Ooh, yeah. That's something mm. that could, uh, go away towards remedy, remedying the, even if it's not going to stop the noises, it might help people sleep better, um, and address our scarcity of health. Yeah, I like that. So yeah, give them a name, I say. Um, Moonflower is almost a little bit too goofy. But, yeah. it does, but it does have moon in it, like their tutor. And the flowers are important, but at the same time, it sounds so goofy. It's real goofy. Moon Garden? Yeah. I like that. Moon Garden. That's their new name. Alright, and then I need to take an action. Well, I think that it's time that we made a priority before the long, slinky, wayward machine leaves or does whatever it's going to do in that rock. Has it gotten there at this point? Um, I I think it's uh maybe as far as I drew the arrow, but it's, it's not there yet. It's okay. a Real awkward machine. Uh, it, get, it gets stuck on roots and trees and like rocks and stuff. Oh, buddy. Um, Bell Tower is going to try to rally the community to help these wayward machines find their purpose and like actually be repaired. That's what he wants to do. And I think people in the community, after watching Moon Wrangler kind of be hoisted by his own petard, are thinking that maybe collaborating on something like that would be a good course of action. So I think that that'll be a four-week project, since Beltar's been working on it for a while. But it takes a lot of work to figure out what these machines do. And that's my turn. The Nine of Autumn. The community works constantly, and as a result, a project finishes early, or a group goes out to explore the map more thoroughly and find something that had been previously overlooked. I really like 
um, the idea of, you know, in, in memory of poor Moon Wrangler, right? Like, he had such big big dreams and we ignored them. And we should, you know, uh, go back to supporting big dreams. Um, so I think that folks sort of rally around Bell Tower and, and uh, or uh, Project, and it finishes, finishes early. And I guess I, because I do that, so I say what happens. Um, I think that, um, so the, um, the throne, the, the, the ruins are on the same, like, path between, um, our, our, our big wiggly friend and the, the stone. And I think that, um, after a time, um, Bell, Bell Tower thinks that maybe if if we sort of group all the, the wayward machines together and like uh, see how they interact, they could um, they could maybe speak to each other or interact in in, in some way that we hadn't anticipated um, or haven't seen up to this point. Um, and I think that that our our, our leg urchin. Um, Goes all the way to to the end of, of of the tail, and then holds on, um, and then starts rolling itself along the length, um, and sort of coiling the the tail of the of, of the of the big friend um, around it, and like pinning pinning those those uh, those coils in place with its with its legs, and um, I think that. The other strangely configured uh, uh, machines um, seem to make more sense when, like, when when the shape of it suddenly like uh, the, these two like fit together in such a way that leaves a, a space for the third one in a way that you you wouldn't have have guessed in uh, with the other two separate. So I think that's what we discover. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know the ramifications of that, but so what do I want to do? Oh, I first, want first projects huh? advance, right? Yes, and the book finding expedition after seven, eight weeks finally finishes. <laughs> uh, no, it's they weren't. Uh, oh yeah, the schooling, the it schooling. was classes. Uh, okay. This would probably be a good time for you to give us, to to let us know how magic has worked in other games. Yeah. Um, So, so far there have been two main schemes of magic. mm -hmm. There's been big magic, which is wielded by gods and people of note. And, you know, people who are either, you know, magically, like, gifted and make their marks on history or have divine blood or gain power through like other big means and do work through weird big mysterious ways and then there are people who have learned magic from books which became a thing that happened that became doable about uh four thousand years into after the creation of humans or so in this world in the tentative timeline i have Okay. And basically what was happened was that the language that the world was originally brought about, the very first language of the world, 
which was called the breath in that game mm. um was figured out how to be a written language and a spoken language again which um because of reasons uh <laughs> kind of got limited in its scope so it's kind of small magic so you can do things like change your face or move small objects but with uh the breath or with written magic alone you can't pull the moon down or bring someone back from the dead okay Okay. and those are not necessarily the only schemes of magic those are just the ones we've seen so far okay i was just trying to decide if there are people that have aptitude and people that don't but i think because this is something that comes from studying rather than divine blood or a lifetime of work toward it. Um, pretty much everyone who attends and is learning from Juniper um, can can move their face around. <laughs> um, there are a few. There are a few of the the kids and also the adults who are more um, of the hunter, like go out and look at animals for whatever purpose people um they are able to work in a little bit more a little bit more animal features into into what they do and so that kind of gives the idea to juniper and any of the other people who have taken upon themselves to teach um or study rather than just learning um learning what people offer and what the books offer indicate to them, like it's, it's not limited to what it's teaching you in the book. Your experience is important and has an impact on how you do it and what you can do. So um, yeah, we have a bunch of people who can shift their faces and some that can toss in animal features. Uh, Like, I don't know if Tori's actually, or, What's their new name? If Moon Garden's really been able to put in the the time to learn, but if they had, like, they would probably be able to do some good tiger stripes, <laughs> just because of you know their previous tiger experience. Crane can do a beak. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's that. That's that project, and I think that will. I'll erase the scarcity. Of uh, study skills. Yay. Okay, and you can take your action, Sasha. I forgot it was my turn. Thank you. <laughs> I'm very sleepy. Um, I'm going to uh, discover something new, which is that one night we get just a... a it, it starts to rain, which is not that unusual, um, but it starts to rain very, very hard. And then it it sounds as if the 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 roofs might cave in. It is raining so hard, and uh, for for like um a moment, like it the the sound of the storm outweighs the the the, the like radiant noise. Um, but in in the morning, um, more of uh the glittering stone is exposed because the soil has been washed away around it. And it is a weird sort of concave shape um, that has, like, 
sprues coming off of it. Um, sprues? Sprues. Uh, oh. Sprues are um, when you when you cast a, 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 a when you cast something in a mold. Oh, okay. Um, sprues are the other things that come out of it um, that hold it in place. Oh. And that's the thing that we discover. I have got the King of Autumn. Oh, goodness. A natural disaster strikes the area. Choose one. One, you focus on getting everyone to safety. Remove an abundance and a project fails. Two, you focus on protecting your supplies and hard work at any cost. Several people die as a result. Oh, no. Hmm. We have no projects. So I think if you want to play fair, we could lose two abundances. Yeah. Or lose an abundance and gain a scarcity. Yeah, I think people are going to die. What sort of natural disaster? Oh, okay. I know. Um, There is... There is a heavy storm. And the people who take care of the rose hearts um they're trying to rig up some shelters over over the trees which are still some of them bearing fruit but not as much as before so we need to protect what we what little we have left and um it's not all people from the cult of the magpie and the parish but the orchard is a little bit of pumice's domain and so he and his uh, cult members are a little bit of a bigger population among the orchard workers. So I think we'll have um, a few of those people die. And um, I don't think one of them will be pumice, but they'll be pretty understaffed in the orchard and the cult of the magpies numbers are reduced. Um, I think also a tiger because um, the tigers hang out around the road. Yeah. And a tiger is helping them um, because also the tigers want to be able to take shelter under the protection that the orchard keepers rig up. And one of the tigers dies as well. Um, but the rest do shelter with the trees. So I've got a dead tiger and some dead orchard and colt people does the parish survive um was it just the one yeah just one big red bird oh well in that case i think pumice dies and uh, i thought it was a few a few birds that came no it was just the one Mm. yeah i would like to see them oh okay i don't know if i need to save Discovery, you tell me. Um, the the storm uh, passes, and um, pumice is is found dead, like near near the edge of the orchard, and near where the the church of feathers is built. And you would think it would have been knocked down, uh, but something about the rain, and something about luck. And something about uh, perhaps pumice's sacrifice. I don't know. 
um, has solidified and like interlocked the feathers in a way that they don't they don't tumble down anymore. They they form a solid building and it's not going anywhere. So I think I will count that. Or that will. What's the status of faith? Oh, I think at this point we do not have a scarcity of faith. Okay. I think we probably should have raised that a few weeks ago. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'll leave that as as it is then, as a discovery. So my intermediate step is to tick down any projects. There weren't any. Um, am I forgetting a step? Nope. Then you just okay. take an action if you don't want to count um, that as your discover something new. I think I do. I think it makes sense. Okay. The Eight of Autumn, someone sabotages a project, and the project fails. Who did this? Why? Or someone is caught trying to sabotage the efforts of the community. How does the community respond? Oh. Hmm. Let's see. What community efforts do we have right now? We have putting the wayward machines back into their whatever. Um, we still have studying those books of magic, since I imagine that's an ongoing thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, there's also the tending of the, or the harvesting of the mushrooms. Yeah, there's harvesting the mushrooms. The care of the, the rose heart trees, the tending of the flowers. Let's see. Huh. Look at all these named characters. I don't think it's any of them. So I think this person, I think she just calls herself Seer. That's been her title for many, many years. She always chooses that again whenever she does something new and impressive. <laughs> but she decides, she says, she believes that the, we are cursed here. And I think she attempts to sabotage the efforts of the community. Oh, um, she comes into the school one day and then just starts lighting books on fire. Oh. Oh my god! And only a couple books are destroyed because people catch on to what she's doing pretty fast because it's not subtle. Mm. But we we stop her and she just keeps saying, this place is cursed. This knowledge is cursed. If we stay here, we will all die. Oh, is she the one who in the discussion said we've been here too? Quite possibly, yes. And the thing is, people listen to her because Seer is almost always right. There's a reason she has that name. And she sees that we are cursed right now. That the deaths of the last few weeks are not the last. Um, the community gathers together and we talk about it and we decide, well, we don't have enough food to travel right now. And we can't just decide that things are cursed just because we've had a run of bad luck. But it's definitely an effort to sabotage our efforts. <laughs> <laughs> That came out wrong, but that's okay. Oh, and Kai took contempt at burning books. I did. Okay, we still have no projects to advance. Oh, shoot, yeah. So I'll fix that. Let's see. I think this has been something we've been chatting about for a while in the community, but it's finally... T Shadow Speaker is finally well enough to start proper work on it, which is to build proper shelter for the Shadow people to come and actually live with us in larger numbers than they currently are. Because even though they 
They like staying under the waterfall. They know that that is a temporary place for whatever reasons. Reasons we probably don't understand, but, you know, they were already displaced, but maybe we can build them better housing so that they can spread out so that even if we leave, they can keep the infrastructure that we've built. So that's going to take a long time. That's going to be a six-week project. I think we do not tell the tigers we're going to do this because there was some mistrust there. And that's the end of my turn. Oh, that's your card, Sasha. Very good. So when leaves the community after issuing a dire warning, who, what is the warning? (laughs) Or someone issues a dire warning and the community leaps into action to avoid disaster. What is the warning? Start a contentious project that relates to it. Well, good. That's what I was planning on doing anyway. Um, it's Operation Get Out of Dodge. It's it's yeah. the The mission is to to pack our bags and move away. Um, and it's it's just definitely um, inspired, if not led by Seer. Um, and uh, and I guess I'll make it like a. Like a five-week project? That, yeah. That, yeah, because it's like it's not the first time that they've done this, but it, it takes time um, to like pack up all of the the food that they already have and like try and try and get the the sort of ring out the last um, harvest, the last harvest. And also, everyone's just exhausted to begin with, so it's like everything takes a little bit longer than you think it will. Mm-hmm. Um, that's gonna come due right as the shelter is created for <laughs> for the shadow people. So yeah, it's it's that's what that is. Um, <laughs> so we're we're we've got a project to move folks in. We've got projects to, to for us to leave. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's a good transitional point for for us uh, for the neighbors. Um, mm-hmm. And then, okay, so I think. Um, to, to sort of continue to discover things, um, the sort of saga of the um, of the wayward machines uh, kind of pulling themselves together into a cohesive shape. Um, I think that they finally get to the rock, and like um, I, I mentioned earlier, that the the the, the glittering stone has all of these like um, sprues extending out of it, and these weird like concave shapes in it um and i think that the uh the machines nestle up into those shapes into those those empty spaces um and the uh the the glittering stone just like illuminates from within it is bright it is impossible to look at and um and it is is throwing images all all across every every surface it can so like part of like the, the the church of the magpies is is being being covered in in this this glittering uh light and so is the moon and uh the orchards are bathed in it and it, uh when the sun goes down it does not stop shining um so like sort of over over the the hill um you can see this glow um like a like a city in the distance so that's the end of autumn with that luminous stone finally being reformed. And it's time to pick a luminary for the last time, because the last luminary we will not get to choose. 
Oh. And we look at what's left in the community, or yes. we can put forth. Um, we only get to use what's in the community to deck, as the rules are written. Okay, so as options are the knight, the flood, the unbroken mold, the apprentice, the volcano, the final rose, finster, darkness, and apostle. Apostle kind of came up a fair bit. Yeah. Um, so I think that one has some legs. Um, the card reads the discontent, the faithful gadfly, persistent and critical, or the believer, zealous prophet, servant of the pious. So I think that works really well. Yeah. The magpie prophecy in general. I have a pretty good question for that. Okay. Do Where it. do we do place it our faith? Hmm. Mm, yes. Very yes. So should we put this one in the in the church? Yeah. Okay, the apostle asks, where do we place our faith? That was easy. <laughs> Good job, because I had no real sense of the question. Teamwork. Okay, so we each can snag a card from the community deck. Which, Is that by random? Uh, no, you can choose one. That's just to make sure that you don't go into these intermission scenes with zero cards, which is not an issue this time. <laughs> no, it certainly isn't. I grabbed the final rose. I grabbed darkness. I, I, I thought for sure that's what it was going to be, but... Did you have a good idea for the final rose? No, I'm happy with with Apostle. I'm just astonished. Okay. Um, uh, I will take the flood. So, now we have to do three scenes. One for the walkers, which asks, why do we run? One for the moon, which asks, what should remain constant? And one for the apostle, which is, where do we place our faith? Hmm. Are there any scene ideas or any questions that anyone wants to, like, claim ownership over? I have one for the walkers. Hmm. Um, it is a, a, it's kind of morbid. Um, We've gotten a little morbid, so I think okay. that's fitting. Um. It is uh, the remainder of the the Church of the Magpie burying their dead. Hmm. Um, it is a a somber day. Um, I I think they are buried in in the orchard, um, just mm -hmm. like or like a little bit aside. Um, or I like I like the idea of each of them being buried under a tree. That sounds like yeah, yeah. Um, or being buried and then planting a tree right there. Yeah. I mean, these trees must grow quickly because mm -hmm. we've been tending them like we were tending them before we moved here. So they travel well. They grow fast. Planting them sounds perfect. Did you have um, a character in mind? Um. Well, we know that pumice didn't survive, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. I had a flutter storm. Um, we don't really have an idea of who else was in the church. Um, we sort of had the knowledge that, that some people attended. Um, mm -hmm. I think that ran low on, on adults. Um, <laughs> <laughs> mm, I think, okay, well, the parish is definitely residing. I don't mm -hmm. think the parish is helping necessarily. Yes. Um, but it does look magnificent and very somber um, and very red. 
And um, I think that uh, it is a an, an older woman and a um, and a figure who is a little bit younger who I think they are both sort of on the larger side. I think that um, the other person is is doing a lot of the digging and um, the the woman is like, going over and measuring and being like, no, we need another foot here. Um, and, um, it is, it is, it is more, more work than, than a ceremony. And, uh, I think that, uh, for both of them, the, um, the words of the seer and sort of the, like the, the burning of the book, the books is sort of vivid in their minds and the, the light of, um, the, the nearby stone, uh, sort of glares into their eyes whenever they like look to this to even a little bit of the, of the south, um, and it the the light casts like a, a really horrible pall over over the scene. Um, it's it's garish in a way that it shouldn't be. Okay. Um, oh, I, I'm gonna actually play something maybe. <laughs> um, right, because that's what this game is. Um, I you know what. I mean, a common flower of veiled threat. That's not wrong here um, mm-hmm. for the final rose. And sort of, um, uh, I think. I think one of them says at some point, like, "I hope this is the the last trees we have to plant before we leave." Do you want to expand the scene out into a conversation, or just kind of leave it there? As just, oh, uh, we can. If, if you're interested in in talking more about it, I'm happy happy to do so. Um. I don't know. I'm just trying to figure out what the parish makes of this as, you know, a bird of a religion that these people just recently subscribed to. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it is interjecting at times in the proper way to bury your dead. <laughs> um, I think there is a focus on making sure that they have nothing shiny left on them because that belongs to the magpie, not to them now that they've passed on. Mm-hmm. But also there's a sense of like we want to place their bodies back into the earth where they can return to the natural cycle of things and live on through the trees that we planted them so i think that the parish is very happy that they're they have this tree planting tradition and that that fits quite well with the make pies idea so i think is interjecting every once in a while in it it doesn't sound particularly respectful just because it's hard for a bird to sound respectful <laughs> Fair. Sorry to all the bird listeners. <laughs> but if you try to do a bird voice, it comes out disrespectful. Um, I bet you could make an owl sound respectful. Okay, that's true. But a magpie is not an owl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that uh, the two of them are are, are grateful for it. Um, they're it's. It's really nice. Um, they're they're really glad that the uh, the parish is here, and maybe they they say so. It's like um, it's it's good to have like it. It's nice to know that the 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 magpie is is watching over them. You know, through through the parish, that mm-hmm. that's comforting. Um, it it tells them, uh, your faith is being rewarded. Just remember where that faith was born as you place them in the ground. I think 
after the bodies are buried and the trees are planted, um, the parish hops down from its perch where it's kind of sitting, um, you know, kind of above the whole situation. I'm playing a lonely aria as it sings bird song. Mm. And it sings all through the night. Mm. Nice. Feels right. Yeah. So that was Why Do We Run? We still have the moon and the apostle. Okay. So the questions that remain then are what should remain constant and where do we place our faith? I have an idea for where do we place our faith. Yeah. And okay. I want to play the fool. And I think what this is, is the seer in the center of town. And I'm playing the, because she is a little bit preaching, preaching a, a sermon of, we place our faith in what we've done for as long as any of us can remember. We move, we discover, we make names for ourselves, we don't settle. And the tigers are still pacing. Um, or this might be a time, I think this starts out being a time when the sounds are very present. And as she speaks, the tigers hit their internal clock, stand up, and do their circuit growling. Uh, but it doesn't it doesn't stop her. And she tells stories of previous places that she's been, previous places that, you know, her, her great uncle told her that he had been, and before that, and before that. And so she is placing the emphasis on tradition. We place our faith in our traditions. So I don't know if anybody... Miles in on it. Yeah, I think Tori is there, and they have some response. Mm-hmm. Uh, Moon Garden, you mean? Yes, Moon Garden. Sorry, I I made the change, and then it did not change in the document. So let me go and fix that again. So Moon Garden um, has a response to the seer when she reaches a stopping point, and they say. I appreciate your faith and tradition, but look where that took my mentor, having that much faith in the way that we do things. Moon Wrangler believed that the best thing that he could do was to find that next challenge and summit it, which is what you've been saying is what's been our community's center for so long, is moving on, doing the next thing. But sometimes that next thing is dropping the moon on yourself. Moon Wrangler, Moon Wrangler failed because he tried to do it by himself, and that's not community. He took, he took the wrong lesson. He was a fool. But look at us. Look at all of us. We're all so focused on achieving our own names, on doing our own things. And yes, many of those things are to help the whole community, but a lot of them aren't. A lot of them are just ideas that we had. Heck, the Moon Garden was my idea, and I'm proud of the name that it gave me, but 
Is this a sustainable way to keep living? Perhaps your next name will be a solution, but I don't think it will be here. Well, I only just got this one, so it's going to be a little while. (laughs) Well, then perhaps it'll be mine. And I will again take my name. Yeah. I don't have anything else. Yeah, I think Tori's frustrated, but doesn't really have anything else either. (laughs) (laughs) You're gonna get it. It's Moon Garden. (laughs) Oh, man, I am so bad at this. (laughs) You gotta get it. (laughs) I've gotta get it. Sorry, Moon Garden is frustrated with the person who's currently playing them because they cannot remember their name (laughs) and leaves in a huff. And uh, to end it, I think then the seer, um, by this point, the tigers have resumed their, you know, their watchful listening stillness. and she just uh, sits down to take a rest um, beside one of them. And that's that's the the fool card on the which question? The apostle question. Yes. Where do we place our faith? So our last what question. What should remain constant? Yes. What should remain constant? Hmm. Maybe we go to a class in the school. Oh. Okay. Um, so Juniper's probably teaching this class mm-hmm. just because she's the person who kind of started this school. So that's the obvious person to put there. Um, I have a quick question. Was yeah. Hera a child? I don't think they were because we don't have an age. Does that um, seem correct? Yeah. Heron is not a child, if I remember right. I even think we've had this discussion. I'm okay. pretty sure we have. <laughs> so... Yeah, so Heron could be teaching instead. In another. Oh, okay. Or, you know, whoever is teaching. It's probably more of a group learning sort of situation, since everyone's kind of (laughs) learning at the same time. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay. I think that Bell Tower is trying to shape her face around um, a, like, a circlet? that you found shape shape or face around it yeah like putting the circlet in the middle of her face and then trying to make it so that the circle will remain when he takes the circle circle away (laughs) i'm okay with it i am (laughs) very unhappy about it (laughs) you know what though you know what though i'm I'm getting gross feeling gross it's really just some real fancy piercing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 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 God, I just pictured like trying to squish her right through it. And that, that's the wrong way to picture that. (laughs) Yeah. Don't do that. Boy, oh boy. I think, uh, Juniper sees that and I'm going to play scholar and says, careful or your face might stick like that. (laughs) oh that's the idea juniper well i suppose each of us has our own fashion sense and as she says that she flips her face upside down and then back (laughs) right side up this is an uncomfortable room for someone who was not 
been studying this magic to be in. Yeah. <laughs> but, so... Oh, uh, sorry. I, I was going to say, I think Crane is also... Um, I'll do... I'll, I'll, I'll be Crane. Alright, cool. So, what do you make of this magic? You You tinker with things... Do you think that this is going to be useful in the long run? I I like it. I think um I think it's you know kind of like our 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 little, uh wayward friends. I think it's uh, not particularly powerful on its own, but I think that if we if we string uh all of these little these little spells all together, then we can make something much larger and something hmm. much more powerful. Hmm, that could be quite fascinating. If you were to achieve that, would you take a new name? Maybe. I do like Bell Tower. Bell Tower is a good name. (sighs) I've been stuck with Juniper for a while, and, you know, it's good. And I'm proud of those bushes, but... Well, honestly, learning this book would have been enough, but it just didn't feel right. Hmm. I mean, you've been been teaching a bunch. That's, That's... no small feat. Yeah, it just doesn't feel like something new. It mm. feels like this is something that people have been doing since the beginning of time. I think Crane is in the background uh, working on, like, really working on getting a tiger snout. <laughs> <laughs> just, like, focusing so hard um, on actually a... He has a, something he pulled out of the ruins is a uh, um, s- some sort of relief. There wasn't, mm-hmm. I think we described a lot of um, more abstract shapes than mm-hmm. representational things, but he did find, um, and maybe he found it in another time in the ruin, but um, uh, like a carved relief of a tiger. Um, and that's what he's focusing on mm-hmm. over in the corner in the background. Crane, what about you? You've been achieving all sorts of things. You've found that crown, you've been exploring the ruins. Have you considered a name? Um, he looks over and like one one little whisker pops out. Like he did <laughs> he did work out a whisker, but just one. And he says, I don't know if I wanna take a name. I wanna keep looking and discovering there's so many things in those ruins but i like crane will you stay behind when we move on uh the whisker like back in and and he hadn't really considered this and he very he um his brows knit together he's a little bit concerned thinking about it like oh um maybe maybe I feel that you're not the only one considering that. These these books will be hard to travel with. I've been thinking about it myself. Staying in the ruins. Or rather staying in the town. Staying with the with the shades. Well, they're they're nice folk, and I don't buy this place being cursed and all. Could be a nice life. Could be a good way to spend the winter. Yeah. Those mushrooms seem filling enough. We have the gardening that's working. It, it feels, with the knowledge of the tigers 
and with the shadow people, I, I feel like we could build a good life here, a little uh, more focused life. And Crane frowns and says, but but what, what about once we discover everything in the room? Then we'll be stuck here. I don't think we're ever really stuck anywhere. At least not with the knowledge we're getting here. We will be able to go anywhere. He's eight okay. years old. That's not the most convincing thing to him, but... <laughs> <laughs> Fair. He, he, he kind of folds folds his arms and it's a little bit frowny again. Hmm. Well, it's, it's your own choice to make. And you have time enough to make it. I know I still need to consider. Bell Tower uh, sticks the, the circlet on her face again. And like for for a sec, like it 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 holds the, the sort of indent and then Bell Tower puts the ring back on and then sort of spins it idly, thinking. Hmm. Well, I guess we should get back to trying to learn new things rather than just practicing this face-changing chapter. I know it's the most fun chapter, but I feel like there are (laughs) other valuable things to learn. Oh, boo. And I don't know if this is the the last thing, but uh, Crane pulls out of his bag um, a scroll, and everything that we've seen so far has been books. And he says, well, what about this one? What Um, is that? Well, I found it in the ruins um, where I, where I thought there were, um, where I thought there were little cubbies for the scrolls and Silverstone helped a little bit, but I finally got it. Well, he holds it out to, um, um, he holds it out to Bell Tower, I think, since, since he's the one asking and and it's cold mm. it's still cold um i, I think bell tower takes it and you know uh a flinch is a bit at first was not expecting it to be cold um but unravels it and sort of spins spins the circlet thoughtfully as as he reads um and um is immediately taken by it is completely enraptured and fascinated by 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 what this 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 scroll has to say and it's it's um i i think there's there is a decent amount of text on it but there is also schematics hmm. ah okay um and i think that e says um oh i i think we will spend uh perhaps we we will get to the bottom of it but boy the the mysteries we'll find in the meantime, I think that's worth staying for. Hmm, so you'll stay. That oh, makes... until I, I I've I've built this at least. Well, that makes my decision easier anyway. Ooh. Do you have any cards you want to play? Alright. It's okay if not. Yeah, I, I do. Um I think a mysterious benefactor, a gold coin under a corpse's tongue. Ooh. Mm. Uh, for fairy, I'm still.